Welcome to Becoming Like Jesus, a podcast from Pure Heart Church. My name is Chantel Hinnon, and today we are back with another daily devotion. And today I'm joined by Sean Denny, who is our director of Heart College and also serves with our youth here at Pure Heart. And Sean is going to lead us in a devotion today. So exciting. So uh, I chose to spend time in Matthew uh, this last couple weeks, just reading through. And I love Matthew because... Here is a guy writing to a people who had been waiting for Jesus forever. Um, I think they were anxious for a Savior. I think they were anxious in a time where culture did not say they were going to be okay. And, and it enters Jesus. And Matthew tells Jesus' story from that perspective of an, of an anxious people waiting for something. So how crazy appropriate that I find myself here uh, in this in this. Uh, uh, historical time, really, for, for us. And so um, I'm going to start in Matthew 6, 26, and it says this, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Um, and then it goes on to say, And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Um, so do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, what shall we drink, what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Um, I love God's economy. Uh, he, uh, he says to us, look, I have this all figured out, what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, whether or not there'll be TP tomorrow at Walmart. Um, any of these things that are going on in our lives, he's saying, look, I know they make you anxious. I know you worry about these things because they are life and death. But I take care of the smallest detail in the universe, and I'm ultimately concerned with you. Um, and so part of me selfishly says, yes, I'm taken care of. I don't have to worry. Um, but I love that Jesus talks about this early on in Matthew because he's then going to lay something on us later in chapter 22 that I think ties directly to this and how his economy works. And so if you go to Matthew 22 um, and you read there, it says, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. I really truly believe that if you buy into and believe what Jesus is saying in chapter 6, that I love you, I care for you, I am ultimately concerned with you, and you do not have to worry because I am the king of the universe and I've got you, that then Matthew 22 becomes doable. Because I don't have to focus on me and my worries and my anxieties, I can totally let loose to serve God fully and love him fully and worry about my neighbor because I don't have to worry about me. I don't have to worry about what's going on in my day. I don't have to worry about whether I'm going to be provided for because if I know God and I trust God and I put his kingdom first, 
then I am totally set free to serve him and serve others. And 22 then makes sense because I think everybody in 22 in the back of their head says, well, what about me? Um, they might not admit it. I don't always admit it, but we're, we're innately worried about ourselves. And if we can truly believe that God has us, then we're set free to do some amazing things. And so uh, in this week, I want to encourage you to pray a little bit about that. Where do you find yourself? Do you really believe that God has you? And never more, I think, in our country have, have we ever been faced with this idea that um, there's a lot to worry about right now. There's a lot to figure out. There's voices clamoring about this direction or that direction or this politic or that politic, um, whether we're going to have what we need. And God says, don't worry, I have you. You serve me, I have you. Um, and what does that free us up to do? So as we're praying this week, I want to encourage everybody to be praying for two things. For God to be revealing to you what you're worrying about unnecessarily, that he has that, to give you the assurance that as you walk through this, this day, this week, this month, that um, you will be able to uh, know that he has it. Um, when you face with worries, you can turn back to six. But then the flip side of that is as God is setting you free from your anxiety and worrying, He's setting you free to do something. Where do you need more of Him? Where do you need to be serving others in this time where everybody else is so afraid to even step out the door? God's going to give you enough confidence to step in and serve people who, who need it. Um, the church has an amazing opportunity to do things they've never done before. Um, but we only can do those things if we're released from our fear and worry, which God promises we can be. Um, so that's my, my hope is that you'll pray about those things this week. And then uh, as you pray about these things, my challenge is this, that you are looking outside um, your world, your worries, your things, and looking for specific things you can do this week, next week, tomorrow, in the months, in the days, in the minutes. You're looking for opportunities to serve God and serve others um, because you've been set free to do so. Um, and you will find that living in this type of economy, I think, is probably the best life you could ever hope for.